Poland, uh, things that come to mind, not a whole lot, no. <laughs> Poland, probably not a whole lot. Uh, Polish sausages. No, I don't know anything about that country. Poland, sausages, <laughs> pierogies. Is that it? We hope it's not. That's what we're going to try to show you. Welcome to Polcast. Hi. This is Mokotata Bonikowska, your host, and you're listening to episode 88 of Polcast, recorded and produced by me in Toronto. May was a very special month in the Canadian province of Ontario, the most populous Canadian province located in east-central Canada, where I live. It's home to Ottawa, Canada's capital, to Toronto, Ontario's capital, the famous Niagara Falls, as well as Mississauga, a big city neighboring Toronto with a population of around 750,000 people and with the largest Polish diaspora in Canada. It's said that there are over 1 million Canadians who have Polish roots. In 2021, the Legislature of Ontario passed the Polish Heritage Month Act, proclaiming the month of May as Polish Heritage Month, to recognize the impact that Polish Canadians have had on Ontario's history, culture, and democratic institutions. As it says, Ontario is home to more than 523,000 people of Polish heritage. Polish Canadians have lived in Ontario since the 19th century and, over the years, have made significant contributions to Ontario's society, economy, politics, and culture. There were many events to celebrate Poland Polishness and Ontario's Polish community in May, including a parade in Toronto, but Mississauga held its annual Polish Day not in June, as it did before the pandemic, but in May. In this episode, I would like to invite you to join me on this beautiful sunny day. We will take a walk and chat to many people. You will meet some VIPs and many wonderful people from Mississauga and other parts of the greater Toronto area who came in huge numbers to the downtown Mississauga Celebration Square, just steps from the city hall, to enjoy Polish food, dances, music, performances on the main stage, numerous vendor and organization stands, and much, much more. In the photos on Polcast website, mypolcast.com, you will be able to see how colorful and spectacular it was. And you will be able to admire the multicultural crowds who came to enjoy the day, free for all and with free parking. First, let's go to the main stage for the opening ceremony to meet some key people. The organizers Eric Szustak and Anna Golbinski from Mississauga Polish Days Festival Corporation, a non-profit corporation registered in 2018 to organize this festival. You will also hear our wonderful mayor of Mississauga, Bonnie Crombie, who is also of Polish descent and has been extremely supportive of any Polish initiatives and our Mississauga Polish community. And also our new ambassador of Poland to Canada, Witold Dzielski. These are some fragments of their longer speeches. Mr. Eric Schustak, the president. We have people from all over the world here today. 
Poland, from England, from the United States, from India. We have so many different guests. We welcome you all. I would like to officially open our festival for 2022. Let's party and let's have a good time. And now I'd like to call upon Her Worship, Moni Crombie, Mayor of Mississauga. Teachers from North America taking place uh, 
uh, in the region is, 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 is absolutely spectacular. And today, the Polish days in Mississauga, uh, I have no words. Um, Polonia has been successful in building the strength of the Canadian society in so many dimensions for many generations. Their great-grandparents, grandparents, fathers arrived from Poland, but they did not forget their motherland. They are loyal citizens of Canada, but they are strengthened by their Polish identity. Today we can experience uh, here at, at the festival the Polish culture, uh, which is great, and I'm happy to, to learn that there is such a big community of Poles here in Mississauga. Some say that it's over 50,000 uh, people, as we learned today with Minister. Uh, it might be even more, maybe 200,000. Let me also echo one, one thing that my colleagues mentioned as well. Um, there's no time in my short speech to, to delve into the political issues. Uh, but let me just say that while celebrating, we remember the heroism of our Ukrainian uh, sisters and brothers who are fighting with the horrid Russian invasion. Poland, uh, as we see it, uh, was uh, and is the country which is sort of first to help. We provide support in all the possible areas, but so is Canada. And so are many members of the Polish community here in Canada. This is very much appreciated. Thank you very so much for this. Now let us celebrate the city's annual Polish cultural festival. Here one can learn about the Polish culture, traditions and cuisine. Visitors of all ages and all backgrounds are welcome and invited to um, visit this, to have this authentic Polish experience. I wish you all a great event, have a lot of fun and enjoy the Polish culture. Thank you so much. We also have some sporting icons here with us today. Let me introduce you to Wojtek Wolski, hockey player and bronze medalist with the Canadian men's hockey team for the 2018 Olympic Winter Games in Kaohsiung. He also had an amazing NHL career having played for the Colorado Avalanche, the Phoenix Coyotes and New York Rangers among others. Also with us today is Arthur Schwartz, member of the Canadian men's national volleyball team who participated in the Tokyo 2020 Summer Game Olympic Games and currently playing with the Italian top volley Cisterna. So I just wanted to recognize the fact that, hey, we're not all about politics, we're also about sports. So, so please welcome them. Okay, we're done. Official ceremonies are over. Please enjoy. We're all one big family here today. Everybody's Polish. After the opening ceremony, I asked Eric Szustak about the vision of this year's event. It was organized very quickly, right? Absolutely. We, we lost two months of planning on the front end because of COVID. The um, city of Mississauga gave us the green light at the beginning of March. And normally we have our festival in mid-June. And we wanted to be part of Polish Heritage Month in Mississauga, which is the month of May. So we moved our festival two weeks forward. So we lost two weeks on the back end. So needless to say, it was a real struggle. It was a real challenge, but we managed to pull it off. And the what do you think about it today? The weather is amazing. It's just amazing. But turnout is amazing. As always, the crowds build as the day goes on because 
we have all the bands come on at night and it's literally wall-to-wall -wall people dancing. I became president literally a month ago and so I really, really want to push the festival. The festival in Toronto, the Roncesvalles Festival, it's no longer Polish or it's losing its Polishness and this is the only real Polish festival we have and we need to build it. So we need more sponsors, we need more volunteers. We really want to get behind this because right now it's only one day. We want to expand it to a whole weekend. Uh, that's number one. I'd like to see it expand beyond that, but you know, the first goal is to make it a weekend event. You actually managed to get quite a lot of VIPs and politicians, everybody's here. Well, it's in, in part to a new business association we have called the Canadian-Polish Business Association. It's a very generic name, but the reason we picked it is because, number one, we're all Canadian. Uh, we're no longer Polish. We're all Canadian, but we have Polish roots. So it's Canadian-Polish, and we're all about business. So it's the Business Association. Without having a strong business uh, association, Polonia will slowly melt away. We have to have power, money, and influence. And that's where the business community can finally come together and really support that vision. And that's what we want to build. The business association we have uh, grew organically from the festival. Uh, we had people from Bank of Montreal, MNP Chartered Accounts, uh, a lot of businesses that were not involved in Polonia. And uh, we just have such a good group that is working together. I find that most Polish organizations, there's constant infighting. And, and so both the festival and our business organization, we have such a good group of people where we're all coming together. We're not in competition with anybody. We're just building a new vision. And it was also great to speak to Anna Golbinski, who emceed the event and is its main managing director. So you're a new person. Well, actually, no, I'm not. I've been you're not. No. I was the um, MC the first year at... Uh, at um, uh, yeah, jump. Yeah, my, sis my sister suckered me into it. My sister's the main stage uh, manager. And she goes, oh, you're a good speaker. She goes, you can get up on stage. You know how to do this thing. So I did. And then I got suckered into the organizing committee. So I've been part of it since, since the beginning, I guess. Um, I became Anna's right hand in 2016 because she had indicated that she wanted to step away. Uh, she wanted to hand it over to somebody else. So I said, okay, I'm, I'm willing to do it. Um, so the plan was that in 2020, it was supposed to be my first festival. <laughs> so the pandemic hit. So this is my first festival, yes. So how, how do you feel about it now being the boss? Right now, I'm breathing a sigh of relief. Um, I'm not going to lie. This year was very, very difficult. Even though we got notification in December that we were able to have a festival, January, we got locked down. February, restricted access. And so the city would not give me a contract. And unless I have a contract that says I have a place, I'm not going to start planning anything and paying deposits and doing anything. I got the contract May 8th, March 8th. So as much as we were ready with applications and stuff to go, you still need to give people three, four weeks time to apply. You still need time to vet stuff. So it was very difficult. Um, so we were late getting that um, because s stupid things we didn't think about. 
our post office box expired. <laughs> and so the letter that goes out referred everybody to the post office box. And the post office box wasn't there. Our PayPal system expired. You know, like, I mean, we just didn't, it, because we didn't get a renewal notice, because we only do it for the period of the festival, um, we didn't think to, you know, anyway. All that's going to change, but you know, you can, you can call this a dress rehearsal for next year. Absolutely. <laughs> um, even insurance. Insurance was such a difficult thing to get. I, really? I got insurance two days ago. Uh, they finally, the, the underwriter finally, and it went out to market. And you know, because a broker sends it out to market, and we had we had difficulties getting insured. Yeah, that was even difficult. So are you happy? I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled that the weather held. I was so so afraid last week after last week's weather. I'm thrilled to see everybody here. I mean, it's just, you know, when Bonnie said 30,000, I'm like, yes. <laughs> so we get a lot of support from Bonnie, right? Bonnie's wonderful. The culture division in and of itself. I mean, Bonnie has no sway on that. But uh, culture division, we, we did an application. Even during COVID, we, uh, we did applications. They let us keep um, our, our, our grant money. You know, they put, you know, what we had to use it for last year's virtual festival was a condition of the grant. Granting, and that's fine. I have no problem with that, but they've supported us all along because it's helped us maintain our operational costs. So where is it going in the future? Or like at least ne next year? Two years is our 10th anniversary, so I'm actually starting planning that this year. I really want to do two-day, if not a two-day festival, then I want to do a Friday night concert and a Saturday festival. Um, so that's my goal, and I want to hopefully bring a band from Poland. Uh, for the Friday night concert. I'd like to bring somebody big. So, you know, I'm uh, reaching out. We're getting new people involved. Um, that's We're still looking for new people. So if anybody's interested, we're, we're, we're open to suggestions. Um, and, of course, we really have to do a huge push on the sponsorship to do that kind of a big, big deal. So this year I didn't push it. I knew, I knew everybody's suffering from, you know, uh, pandemic, pandemic, you know, strife. So I didn't push it. I mean, thank God our, our diehards came back. But next year I'm... I'm going to be plugging it a little bit more. Well, I wish you all the best in the new role, and we're going to support it. Thank you, and I'm, thank you for your support. I appreciate it. We heard the new Polish ambassador to Canada speak on the stage, but after the ceremony, I spoke to Consul General of the Republic of Poland in Toronto, Magdalena Pszczółkowska. That's my first month of May here in Ontario. I'm, I'm really proud of what Polonia is doing here, and this uh, beautiful Polish day in Mississauga, it's, it's really impressive, and... Uh, it's so diverse and it shows how vibrant Polish community is here. So I'm, I'm really proud of Canadians of Polish roots. It's, it's amazing. I also would like to mention that what Ambassador has said, Polish Ambassador Witold Zielski, about what Poland and uh, Poles are doing for uh, Ukraine. It's, it's so important. From one hand, it, we need to you know, show the solidarity for all those people who flee the war. It's, it's absolutely devastating what's happened there. But on the other hand, we need to know that it's also about um, the stability and the security in, in Poland and of Poland. And in the world. Yes, in the world. So it's good to be here and it's, it's beautiful weather. We all enjoy this day. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And of course, it was great to talk to our podcast old friend, Bonnie Crombie, mayor of Mississauga for over eight years. She's still very young, so she may be the mayor as long as her predecessor, the iconic Hurricane Hazel, Hazel McCallion, who headed Mississauga for 36 years. And even now, at the age of 101, and even now at the age of 101, 
Hazel McCallion is the chancellor of Sheridan College. Here is the best Polish mayor in the world. <laughs> That's very kind. Uh, today we're here in Mississauga, home of Polonia in Canada, I think, hub of the Polish community, celebrating Polish Heritage Day. This uh, festival started seven years ago, and we have the first had 5,000 people in attendance, and now we've expanded to over 30,000. So each year gets bigger and better than ever. Uh, you can see how people wanted to come out and celebrate in person after two years of COVID. So I know next year it will be bigger and better than ever when the organizers have more time to book more uh, acts, more musicians and dancers. Uh, because of course this year they've only had two months to organize because two months ago we didn't know if we would have live in-person venues and concerts and events like no. this one. To, to be out in the square. To what extent does the city um, support this event? Yes, absolutely. So we are very pleased that the city of Mississippi Saga supports Polish Heritage Day with a grant, um, and as do many, many uh, organizations, Trillium, Ontario, etc. Uh, I think the federal government as well. So we all come together because we're all, in t today we are all Polish. So <laughs> every level of government contributes because we want to come together to celebrate the culture, the heritage, the history, the people, the dance, the cuisine, of course, of Poland. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. The Polish Day in Mississauga cannot exist without sponsors. One of them is Peter Milczynski Jr., son of the late Peter Milczynski, who created an empire PMA, PM agencies building wine and spirit brands in Canada since 1979. It's thanks to PMA that in Canadian liquor stores we can buy Polish vodkas. PMA is a generous sponsor of many cultural events and initiatives. Here is the legend. I'm talking to the legend. <laughs> well, my, fa my father was the legend. I know, but you took senior. Of course, but you took after him. I've been with the company 41 years, and I worked with my father for 34 years. I'm sure that gave you a lot of knowledge and expertise. I learned everything from my father. Right. How is it now after he's gone? No, it's, uh, everything's good. Uh, our company is doing very well. We have. Uh, I moved over to vice chairman of corporate affairs. We have a new general manager who's a young, younger fellow doing a great job for the company, and we have some fantastic brands. Well, we, we're a national company. Uh, two years ago, we bought our sub-agent in Quebec, LCC Clodovine, and they became part of PMA. Uh, so we're a national company, coast to coast, and we're really one of the only companies in the liquor business that have uh, their own people right across Canada, from Victoria right to Newfoundland. Right, and you don't only do spirits. We have wines, we have beer. Unfortunately, we don't have our Polish beer uh, because uh, Asahi, who are very good friends of ours, uh, the Japanese company, they bought Tiski and Lach, and uh, unfortunately for us, uh, they put their own people uh, into the market. But uh, the company, they're very good friends with us, and uh, I'm sure if, uh, if they decided to go the other way, they'd come back to PMA in a heartbeat, because we... We built Tiski and Lac and Jouvre here in Canada. So what are you most proud of? I'll tell you what I'm most proud of. I'm most proud of the fact that uh, I worked with my father for 34 years. He taught me everything I know about the business, and, and not once did we have an argument. <laughs> and I'm very proud of that because a lot of fathers and sons who work together is very difficult. And I, own, I, I had the best, the best uh, mentor that anybody could have. And we worked together fantastically for all those years. 
Well, congratulations. And uh, the other thing I'm very proud of is, uh, is uh, our Polish brands, our Wyborowa, Luxusowa brands, and Jean Kowagoszka, uh, which we built here in Canada. And uh, Wyborowa was actually the first vodka in Canada in 1958 in Quebec, and my father imported it when he was president of McGinnis Distillers. And it was before all any other vodka, because in that, in that time, vodka was called grain spirit. And there was no vodka. And Vibrova was the first actual vodka. So we're very proud of that fact. And beautifully, you sponsor a lot of events like this one. You know, we're very honored always to support the Polish community right across the country. We just did a beautiful event in London for the Competence, their anniversary, with our Two Oceans wines from South Africa and our Vibrova and Luxusava and Jean Kuvagoshka Vodka. So that was a beautiful event. Really, really nicely done. Bardzo dziękuję. Thank you very much. Another well-known business in the Polish community is Cyclone Manufacturing, founded in 1965, manufacturer of aircraft components to the largest aerospace companies around the world. I'm talking to its president, Andrew Sochaj. How is the company growing? Well, we had a slowdown by uh, two-thirds. Now we are back again. By the end of the year, we should be 100%. That's how the business goes. Obviously, we had to do cuts in expenses, in spending. We had no choice. Our business is very capital-intensive business. Right now, we do have a capacity to double. We don't need to buy, to buy any new equipment. Uh, we just need um, more employees and adjust our um, spending with uh, keep watching it. I remember that when we met in Warsaw during oh many years ago during that delegation with Harper, you were you were at the point when you were building something in Poland. You were building a new big factory in Poland. Has that happened? Well, that would be 2015, right? I think so. Over the last seven years, we built many things. <laughs> the one in Poland, uh, it's actually fully operational now. We had to subsidize a little bit, but um, they're making money now. And here we extended our facilities as well. So from 2015, I think we double. How much of your business is done with Poland? They, uh, they're doing parts for us, for Cyclone, but also they're doing uh, for European market and for Polish market. Like a lending is for a 737, uh, we do for Crossnom and um, other people as well. We're supporting local, local suppliers. Do you, do you do anything for Ukraine? Well, in the last uh, three months, we shipped uh, close to 200 tons of uh, goods to Ukraine. Here from Canada, we shipped about um, 20 tons. And from Poland, we shipped uh, close to 200. What is it that you shipped from Canada? Our employee made the message on the internet and people were just bringing stuff. We put into crates and, and we ship. Only thing we didn't allow to ship any, any drugs, uh, medicine, or any military stuff. It's prohibited, basically. Well, I wish you to go back to 100 and 200 very soon. <laughs> Thank you. It was also great to chat to one of the Canadian-Polish sports stars, Arthur Schwartz, the volleyball player, introduced at the main stage. I'm talking to Arthur Schwartz. How tall are you? Six foot ten. 
Wow. Yeah, 209 centimeters. I was looking at you on the stage, and you were just like, wow. Is it okay to be so tall in their regular life? Exactly. No, you get used to it after a while. You know, everyone always loves seeing it. Everyone loves asking about yeah. it. Oh, because it, you're so handsome. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> Tell my uh, listeners about your incredible successes in sports. Uh, yeah, no, we, uh, we successfully got to the Olympics uh, for the second time for the volleyball program. Uh, and it was beautiful. It was uh, for sure. It was very different, you know, to Tokyo and all the experience there with COVID and everything. But to go to the Olympics also at a young age was beautiful. I How old were you then? At uh, 26. So, you know, I was what we were. I think the second youngest there. So it was so really cool. But uh, no, we've done that. Uh, I've been to World Championships. I've done a Nations League tour. I play professionally now for almost six years. Are you the tallest? <laughs> Most countries, actually, yeah. I, I usually am like one of the tallest. But I did. We had one guy in my team who was like, uh, he was like seven foot one, maybe. So like, I had to look up to him, and you can imagine that. So how Polish do you feel? How Polish do I feel? Uh, no, both my parents are Polish. I speak it fluently. All my grandparents, uh, cousins, everyone's in Poland. I visit there a lot. Yeah, it's a very. Uh, I'm very surrounded by the Polish community. I feel more Polish. Yeah. Yeah. And Polish friends, Polish girlfriends? Yeah, no, Italian girlfriend, but uh, it was close. So we, we couldn't get everyone Polish, but no, no, it was, uh, it's really good. Because even being around the Polish community, it's a big support for volleyball. It's one of the kind of the cultures that I know that really love volleyball. Fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you very much. Now that we have met some VIPs, let's talk to some people who decided to spend that beautiful Saturday in Mississauga Celebration Square. I met this wonderful young couple lining up to buy some Polish food. Hi, can I talk to you for two seconds? I'm actually from Polish media. Okay. So you don't look Polish to me, so no. probably not. I, I am, she's not. That's no. my wife. So you're married to a beautiful lady from? Sri Lanka. Which part? Yeah. Oh, Jasna. Yeah. So you're Tamil. Yeah. So how did you manage to meet this Polish guy? From a work event. I've actually never been to this, but it's actually cool. Oh, this is your first time. Yeah, Tell me, what do you think? Well, honestly, the dance and everything, the dresses, the girls that are wearing is amazing. So what are you going to eat today? I want to have pierogies and maybe sausages. I don't know. Do you do you cook anything Polish? Try the cabbage rolls. We um, the cabbage rolls, yeah. And the borscht And soup. I always eat pierogies time to time. Yeah. Did, does she cook you any Tamil? No. 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 She actually cooks me more Polish food than Tamil food. <laughs> yeah. She, she's the one who's like, let's try something new, something different. Well, that's wonderful that I met you, and I'm glad you enjoyed it. What's your name? Yelini. Okay, and yours? Robert. Yeah. Robert, you were born here in Canada? I was born here, yeah. And do you speak any Polish? So I never went to school, but, um, you know, I understand, like, 100%, almost 100%, but to speak is, is harder. And yeah. your parents are both Polish? They're from Poland. They're born in Poland, yeah. Okay, well, enjoy. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. It was at the very end of our nice chat that I noticed that this great couple are expecting a baby. I wish them a wonderful son or daughter, so typically Canadian, combining three cultures, Canadian, Polish, and Tamil. This three-generation Polish family had their photo taken in Highlanders' hats by the Polish Day volunteers, clearly loving every minute of it. So this was a beautiful photo because it was a photo of three generations of Polish people. Yes, we always come here every year, except the, for the last two years we didn't, uh, we were not able to come. But we really, really, really enjoy it, and it's an amazing, uh, amazing place to come. 
tell me about your family because this is Babcha. This right? is my mom. She's yes. A, she just recently turned 88. Grandkids, they were born in here. They don't speak much Polish, but we're trying our best. And it's my friend Anuta. So we really, really enjoyed the place. So guys, can I talk to you in English then? Yes. Yes? Can you talk to me for a second? Hi, Isabelka. Hi. Hi. Are you enjoying yourself today? Yeah. Yeah? What do you like the most? I went to a party. Oh. She just came from the party, so that's right. why she's not... Right. This is her first time ever coming to this place. So what do you think is important to organize things like this? It's uh, good to keep uh, our tra Polish tradition and everything. It's so beautiful. That's why we, we, yeah. we wear red and white and we really enjoy it. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. And then I bumped into a wonderful young girl in a beautiful costume. You can see it on podcast website, mypodcast.com. What is your name? My name is Anya. Anya, and Anya, how old are you? I am 12. You're 12. And what about this amazing costume? Tell us, how did you get it? Well, I got it off uh, Amazon, but it's for my French class for one of my plays. Whoa. So you're very Polish, right? Oh, yeah. Yes? How and Polish are you? A lot, but I am also 15% Ukrainian. So do you help Ukrainians now? Yes, I do. I really what do you do? Them. I, I pray for them, especially morning and night, because they really need all the praying, and I, I really love them. They're my family. Yeah, and does your school organize any help? Yes, they did. They were organized a fundraiser, yeah. and I really love that. Right. Tell me about your Polish. You speak Polish? Tak. Tak? Bardzo dobrze? Bardzo dobrze. Do you go to a Polish school too? I used to go to Polish classes, but they taught me nothing, so I had to quit. And who teaches you Polish? My mom, my dad, most, most of my family, basically. Right. And where do you live in Mississauga? Yes, I do. Okay. So tell me, what do you like about Poland and Polish culture? I, like, I love all the ancient stuff. Like, it's very historical. And my favorite, favorite about Poland is the lizaki, like the lollipops. I love them. Wow. Did you get any here? Of course I did. <laughs> My babcha had them all. Your babcha. Where is your babcha? She's in the crowd somewhere over there, listening uh, to the music. So you came with the parents, with your parents, and with yes. your babcha. My dad's right there. Your dad is here. Your dad is Polish too. Yes, my dad is Polish. Your dad is Polish. do you have any siblings here? Yes, my brother right there, and also oh. your brother over there. Wow! So the whole family came to this big thing. Oh yeah, even my cousins. Oh my God! Was it your first time? Did you come? Did you come before the pandemic too? Oh, yeah, before the pandemic, of course. Always. Always. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. A black family with two young kids was visibly enchanted with the folk group dance and singing. We speak uh, French. Oh, so, uh, my son speaks uh, more English, but is the line for take on the food. So we take relax. They speak more English. Do you speak English? Yes. Great. So how, what brought you to this Polish festival? Who decided to come? Mom, Dad? Dad. Dad. <laughs> and why? You like it? Yes. What do you like about it? I like the music. Yeah? She's your sister? Yes. Yeah? And how old is she? She's five years old. Five years old? Yeah? Okay, that's great. And uh, did you have any Polish food? No. Not yet? <laughs> 
The long lineups at the food stands were obviously great news to the Polish businesses who supplied all this yummy Polish food. How is it going today? Very good. Yes? Yes. So is it better than you expected? Um, I would say we're back at where we were three years ago. Because <laughs> you're always here. Always. So many years. Can you tell me what is the most popular dish today? The pierogies. The pierogies. Absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you so much and good luck. Thank you. And then I spoke to a student who got a summer job with the festival through a program funded by the government. Okay, so your name is? Kaya Hrnacki. Kaya, and you became part of this big organization organizing, like the organizing committee, right? Yes, I did. Um, the, it was a government-sponsored um, uh, job, so they look for individuals, whether they're in school, secondary school, high school, and they basically just find jobs for students who need to, during the summer... Just I'm a volunteer coordinator, um, administrative coordinator, that's like the title for me. You're in high school? I'm in university now, I'm back for the summer, for, uh, back at home, so I did get lucky and find this job to work through the summer, so that I'm grateful for that. So this is going to be for the whole summer? It's until like August, around August, so, or, so I'm going to be finished around then, but yeah, it's been great. I've been working every day, um, getting to help out. Um, learning new things. So. so what else do you do apart from preparing this? I'm with the volunteers and I coordinate them. I let them know where to go and what to do, making sure if anyone needs information given, I provide that for them. Um, yeah, I make sure everything's um, has, uh, like everyone has help and everything's set up and taken down properly and that's about it. <laughs> so this is for this event? Yes. But what happens when this event is over and you're going to be working until uh, well, August? I will be working on um, inventory, stuff like um, behind the scenes stuff that they need done. I will be working on that because I do, um, I did help with like vendor stuff. So I will be just working with them, helping finish stuff up after the event has done. Right. And what do you study and where? I go to uh, Wilfrid Laurier University and I'm in uh, Bachelor's of Kinesiology. Are you excited about what you do? Oh, yes, definitely. And what about being Polish? How Polish are you? Oh, I'm very Polish. I even, I went to Polish high school. I graduated with honors. In so. Toronto? It's in Mississauga. Mississauga. Yeah. Okay, all right. Do you speak Polish? I do. Not that great, but I do try my best. I always try to speak Polish when I can. Uh-huh. And how about friends? Do you have Polish friends or non-Polish friends? Yes, I have a bunch of Polish friends. I met through Hatserstwo, I used to do when I was younger. Through Polish school, I met a lot of my Polish friends as well. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Some more young Polish Canadians wearing Polish colors and flags. You're so visibly Polish. I am? No, obviously. Is it my hair? <laughs> are you both of Polish origin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you brother and sister? No, no it's my boyfriend. Are you both Polish? Yeah. Born? Uh, Born here. Yeah, Born here. Yeah. My parents are Polish, yeah. Okay, and your parents are Polish too? Yeah. And both of your parents yeah. are Polish. Tell me, how do you feel about this Polish day and generally about being Polish? It's cute. It's fun. We never have stuff like this. You mean you've never been to those before? Or? No, but because of COVID, there's yeah. not. Like, yeah. And how about you? It's good. It's always fun. Everybody here, like, it's just like a good community. It's like everybody's social and it's all fun here. And you speak Polish? Yeah. Yeah. Both of you? Yeah. And how do you speak to each other? English. English. <laughs> Mostly in English, but like Polish too. Sometimes, Polish. yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, enjoy the day. Thank, Thank you. Have a good one. There could be no Polish day without Ukraine. This stand was all yellow and blue, selling Ukrainian flags and badges with all the proceeds going to aid for Ukraine.
The three women there were eager to talk to me. I first addressed the one in the middle, having no idea what I would hear. So what's your name? Uh, my name is Ksenia. Ksenia, which sounds very Ukrainian, and you are Ukrainian. I am not, actually. Oh, she's here to support, uh, to support us, like she's doing a great job. And Ksenia is? What? I'm Russian. You're Russian. <laughs> she's so much supportive for Ukraine and is against that war and what's happening, so it's even more it's treasurable. It's even more valuable. Valuable, that. Right. How wonderful that you're supporting. We have to, you know what I mean? This is the only way that I can sleep at night. Um, the stories that I hear that my government is doing is truly terrible. I try not to cry every time thinking about it, so that's why we're all here. We're trying to support what we know is right. We're trying to support um, humanity and love, peace, and that's what we're here to do. Do you come across any hostility because you're Russian? I don't, no. The Ukrainian community has been... Um, more kind than they have to be. No, everybody's been very, very welcoming. If anything, I've only gotten hostility from Russians. Are there any Russians here who support Putin? Um, in Canada? Absolutely, there are. I kind of thought no. No, that's not true. There's, uh, there's large communities of uh, Vatniki across across the GTA even. It's very disappointing. Um, but I'm actually part of a group called Russian Resistance, and we try to uh, recruit and educate people, and uh, have, we try to, you know, bring out the, hu the humanity in them. Unfortunately, Arte has really, um, has really done a number on the psyche of a lot of people, and that's not an excuse, but that is the reality. And um, to say that there's no support would be untrue, uh, and it's very, very heartbreaking. I find that they're fairly quiet, but they are within people's families. Like, we, we hear no, about it. they have Facebook, oh, Facebook yeah, no. groups. They're organized in Russian Canada or Russian something. There are quite Canada a few. Like, at least, how come is it legal? They, the groups aren't, like, they weren't organized around that, but that is the type of people that are in those kinds of groups. Predominantly, right? I think it was prior organized like a propaganda for so many years. Yeah. Propaganda was working towards what just happened recently. The same that group, it was organized a few years prior, but people were like minded and they were like brain, uh, brainwashing other people with all that Nazis, whatever they uh, blame Ukrainians. So the Russian resistance group had a month ago, I believe, gathered petitions and submitted it to City Hall to ban and uh, to make illegal the symbols of the Z and the V in, um, I believe, in Ontario. I'm not, I don't think it's a federal petition, but we do have that petition. Um, it's being viewed and it's being reviewed right now. It's already been submitted. It's already being reviewed and hopefully it goes through as soon as possible because we don't want to see these flags. Her two other friends were Ukrainian. So tell me about what you do here. This is so beautiful that you We fund raising money for, uh, you, to help people in Ukraine, particularly through Army Assos. This is a non-profit organization here in Canada, a branch of uh, Army Assos of Ukraine. And through them, we send all necessary equipment, medical kits, first aid medical professional kits that are out of stock in Ukraine right now due to a great demand. Whatever is out of stock, we try to buy here and ship it, ship it and ship it as soon as we can. Do you find that a lot of people come to talk to you today? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of interest? I would say so, yeah. Olga is an artist. Her beautiful paintings and prints help her express deep feelings about her country's tragedy and raise money for those who defend it.
This is original prints from the, my original painting that I painted when war started. Like I painted on right few days after the war started because I was very devastated. I didn't know what to do, how to express my feelings, and I just was praying all the time for Ukraine. And I painted this Oksana praying for Ukraine. And we, we've, we've raised a lot of money already but by uh, donating like all proceeds from the prints. Uh, it was already more than $2,000 donated to Ukraine, like to my home city in Ukraine. After this, I painted a few different other ones also for Ukraine, like uh, to support Ukraine. And all proceeds, like 100% go to, to Ukrainian. So can I buy some? Yeah, sure. So can you tell me the story of this one and of this one? Oksana praying for Ukraine. I painted, painted on February 27, right after the war started with Ukraine. So I was feeling like uh, desperate, like uh, praying for war to finish to all people, the, my family and friends who are still in Ukraine. Uh, and I painted this Oksana. So all proceeds, uh, all proceeds uh, go to support Ukraine. And uh, the painting was with, with uh, uh, angel with a doll. It's a copy of uh, Picasso's famous painting, uh, uh, Child with a Doll. And uh, I only painted him, him, him as an angel to support like all Ukrainian kids who are suffering from the war now. Well, thank you for, for talking to me. Slava Ukraini. My pleasure. Slava. This was a true Polish day when Polish traditions, heritage, culture, and food were shared with others in our multicultural Canadian mosaic. Congratulations to all the organizers and volunteers. Thank you to the sponsors and everybody who came. And let's hope for more, even bigger, as the organizers are planning. If you're interested in what's written about Poland in English, online articles published in many countries by many media outlets, we post them daily on Polcast Facebook. As you may expect, 90% of them are now about Poland and Ukraine. Let me take this opportunity to thank all Polcast listeners and our kind donors. I love you all. For a lot of additional information, multimedia links, please visit the website at mypodcast.com. And while you're there, please share your comments, your reactions, and suggest ideas. And if you like what you heard, please share it with your friends. Tell them about podcast. And don't forget to rate this episode on your favorite podcast app. Please help Ukraine and Ukrainians in their struggle for freedom and peace. Slava Ukraini!